You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome back to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. It is Veterans Day at the time of the release of this podcast episode, so I find it only fitting that we honor our veterans with a cool story out of a program and a student benefiting from that program up at Purdue University. Uh, joining us first is the director of the Veterans Success Center, Jamie Richards. Jamie, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. Hey, thank you for your time, and thank you for what you are doing for the uh, students up there at Purdue, especially the veteran students. Tell me a little bit about uh, you, your title, and, uh, and, and what you do at Purdue. Sure. So uh, I'm director of the Veterans Success Center, and I've been doing this since 2012. Um, I really work hard to support all of our military-connected students on campus. Uh, we have an office here that provides that, whether it's access to the GI Bill benefits or whether it's programming and services to you know, help them uh, succeed as best as they can while they're here at Purdue. And talk, tell me a little bit why this is important to you. Do you serve yourself, and if so, where and how long? Sure, yeah. Uh, well, that's certainly part of the reasoning. I served a total of 20 years in the military. I did six years active duty uh, on submarines during the end of the Cold War. So I served in an old missile boat um, that's long since decommissioned. And I was out for a little while, and then I actually moved to uh, Lafayette uh, area from Atlanta, Georgia. And um, it was right around the time that I turned 30 and decided that uh, I wanted to go to college. And so when I uh, started here at Purdue, um, I worked third shift at night and went to school full-time during the day, but I also still needed a little bit of extra money, so I decided to affiliate with the, the Navy Reserves at that time. And um, I ended up spending 14 more years in the Navy Reserves, and I was in the CBs and the construction battalion. I was an electrician and had a couple deployments um, during that time, but was able to finish my degree. And then um, uh, I worked over at Ivy Tech for a while before I came over to here in 2012, and then in 2014, which seems like forever now, I retired officially out of the Navy with, with 20 years total uh, service. That's incredible. And thank you for your service and uh, everything you've done for our country. And now what you're doing at Purdue, tell us about that. Tell us about the Veteran Success Program and uh, how that benefits students. Yeah, so it started uh, in 2012 and actually had roots a little bit before that. There was a, a student veteran organization on campus and um, they were in a in space inside of a building um, in the in the ground floor of the student center behind two sets of locked doors, and students really couldn't find them if they were trying to figure out where other veterans could go. They just had no way of getting back there to meet them or talk to them. Uh, so the students um, recognized this was a problem. They also recognized that you know there really wasn't a lot of institutional support. Uh, for them. So the student veteran organization petitioned um, the administration on campus at the time, uh, and they, the administration listened, and they set up a committee to to do a search, to create a position, and then do a search. And I'd been doing a uh, very similar job over at Ivy Tech at the time, and so I, I applied and was very fortunate, um, really, to, to be able to transition over here and help set the programming up. Um, you know, we, we help our students from, you know, support our students as best we can from the uh, whether they're looking at coming here or when they first step foot on the campus, we you know help support that transition as best we can uh, and then advocate for them while they're here and then also start really kind of helping prepare them towards that career search on the back end so that they can uh, gain some skills and, and take the pedigree that they've earned you know, while they're here at Purdue, add that with their military experience, and then uh, transition to the job that they're looking for. So we kind of we, we really work hard to try to help yeah. with that. 
you know, the, really the, um, the vehicle, though, for us is the ad- access to education benefits. Mm-hmm. When you serve in the military, whether you're still serving and using tuition assistance or you're out and you're using the GI Bill, um, it's, it's estimated that about 80% of the people that actually join the military join for education benefits. So having access to that is really key, and that's, that's where our bread and butter in our office comes in. That's great. And, you know, often I think when people think of veterans, they don't necessarily think about college-age students, but I'm sure there are plenty on campus. Can you tell me about how many veteran students are on campus and how many you approximately serve a year? Yeah, we have uh, currently we have about 980 uh, students that are on campus. Um, And those are broken into a couple different categories. Uh, Family members using some type of benefit tied to service uh, makes up about 620, so over half are, are family members using benefits, and most of those are traditional age students. Uh, but we do have uh, a, a good number of them that, you know, their parents have served 20 years or they're still in after 14 years, and so they, they connect with our office very easily because they're used to being around, you know, large bases and being around other military people. Um, our next uh, number is really our veterans. We have about 200 students that are that are veterans. These are students who have completed their time in service, and their average age of a veteran on our campus is about 31 or 32 years old, so they bring some unique attributes with them um, just based upon that alone. And then our military students, and these are are students that are either on active duty, um, the Reserve, or National Guard. We have about 160 of those, um, you know, currently, and those students bring unique attributes as well, especially active duty because they're only here uh, maybe to finish a bachelor's degree or to earn a Ph.D. or a master's degree. And, um, you know, their family is kind of here temporarily or they might be here temporarily. So they, you know, they're looking for short-term housing. They're looking for, you know, to connect with people, um, to make some friends short-term, and then they move on pretty quickly after that. But those are, that are in the Reserve Guard, you know, they're also more close to traditional-age students, but they have some leadership experiences which really help set them up well. Um, as well. And, but they're still in, so they have that, you know, one week in the month, two weeks a year, uh, needs that they have that they're trying to balance with school, and, and many of them have jobs outside as well. And I'm, I'm sure Morgan, uh, who you'll speak with later, she'll be talking about some of those unique attributes that she brings also. Gotcha. And t- talk about some of the challenges or issues that the veteran students face. Uh, you know, the, the two biggest really um, are transition points. So I think the transition to higher education is difficult, especially for a veteran that may have been in the military for, you know, six years, eight years, 12 years, um, you know, there's a lot of things in the military that are set for you. So you, you can look at someone, you, and just by looking at their uniform, you know, you know their name, you know their rank, you may know how they relate to you, you may know, um, you know, what services they're going to be able to provide for you because of their position. And that's lacking a lot when you get into higher ed. Um, you know, a, a professor can be wearing jeans just as equally as a student can. And so you may not understand, um, you may not recognize that uh, relationship as easily. Something else I think is um, is different for students that are transitioning out of the military um, uh, as well is the camaraderie that you lose or the, the trust of the people around you. When, when you serve in the military, you tend to serve with people, you know, pockets of people for short periods of time, short but intense periods of time, and that short meaning, you know, two to three years. Mm-hmm. And uh, you develop a really strong relationship with these people because you're, you know, maybe stationed out at sea or maybe, you know, you're in another country uh, or it could be, you know, that you're in a, you know, experiencing life inside of a combat zone as well. And, and you trust, you trust these people, you know, that they've got your back and, and they've earned it because you've trained together, you've traveled together, 
Um, you know, you've eaten meals together uh, over the course of those years. And then when you step on campus, a lot of times you don't have that experience. You don't know, you know, these, these are students that are thinking about themselves and not thinking about the we or the team. Mm. And so that's a really hard loss for someone uh, on campus. I, I would say the other, um, other side really that's difficult is the transition to uh, the workforce after, um, you know, graduating from Purdue, especially for veterans, because they haven't maybe never had an opportunity to go through a real job interview, you know, and, and maybe a 20-year career, they've never done that, or they may have never had the opportunity to know what it's like to put on a good suit and go talk with someone about, um, you know, inter- interviewing for a job and, and working through those. those. Those might be a new experience for someone. And um, that can be a hard transition point. Uh, even even the social skills of that can be a hard transition point because, um, you know, the sense of humor that might work in the military isn't one that's going to work really well during uh, a job interview or maybe an internship. Gotcha. And, we're, you know, we're talking about Veterans Success Center, uh, the program you run there. How many other programs or specifically student organizations are there dedicated for veteran students? Uh, on campus, the Student yeah. Veteran Organization is our primary um, organization for student veterans and it by really any military-connected student or supporter of the military as well. Um, but that organization provides a lot of the camaraderie and the, and the social out, um, outlets as well as community service, and then um, they do some recognition programs as well. So that's a, that's a really good program, and that's probably our longest standing. I mean, it has roots going back to World War II. Um, it hasn't been a continuous organization since then, but I think really looking back to those, um, what, what the World War II students went through and how they effectively changed campus, um, I would say our, our current student veteran organization is a good reflection on that. Uh, we also have um, a veteran-to-veteran peer program, and uh, that's student-led as well, and that really helps with that first-year transition to Purdue. Um, you know, when they get here, uh, also when they have peers that are reaching out to incoming students and just welcoming them and helping with resources, which is a primary uh, change as well. If you're a veteran coming into the community, you might be connected with, um, you know, the VA healthcare system, and you're not sure of where to go for that, or you may have questions about transitioning to higher ed or about where's a good area to get an apartment or a house in, and they can help with a lot of those resources. And then we also have um, uh, our, edu- our, our career development program, which is partially student-led. It's not completely student-led, but we have students that help support that. Um, they, they'll review resumes and help maybe with some of the job search skills, um, but we have an assistant director that works really hard, uh, Taylor, who works really hard to really keep that moving forward. And talk about, um, yeah, you're kind of just touching on it there, helping prepare these students for, you know, you've already helped them kind of transition from uh, possible combat or active duty, and now you've, you know, helped them on campus and getting through school, how do you kind of help prepare them for jobs afterwards and, and kind of adjusting to life after school now? So it's uh, especially, and again, I'll, I'll kind of talk about most uh, particularly the veteran experience because that's, that's probably the hardest transitions. If someone's in the reserve or guard as a student, um, you know, they have kind of their, their uh, toes dipping in both waters, so mm-hmm. they sets of water, so they have the ability to you know, be a student and still be in the military, but also developing those skills that are going to help them towards their career transition also. Um, with with veterans, though, it, it can be, um, you know, considerably different. And as I mentioned, um, looking at a resume, you know, if you serve in the military, the things that make sense to you in the military, and that can be a very technical job description of what you did, 
um, or it can be a very uh, detailed description of the type of leader that you were or follower that you were in the chain of command, or it could be some awards that you earned. If you describe those in military speak, nobody outside the military is going to understand what those look like. And so a, a, a human resources person in an organization is going to look at that and go, I don't, this isn't really human language. It doesn't make sense to me. So it can be something as simple as helping translate, um, you know, those resumes to, to language that makes sense or they're looking at a cover letter and learning how to highlight um, those experiences and most importantly, those transitional experiences. So not just how you were a leader or a follower in the military, but what did you do while you're here on campus that helped make those tra those skills transitional towards your future goals? Um, and so that's a, another area that can be um, helpful also. I, I think then the, the career search process, being able to approach that fairly strategically is important also. Um, you know, understanding as a student what your as a as a student veteran what your goals are and what organizations you want to work for. Um, can go a long way to help making that job hunt successful. And one of the ways that we help, besides helping understand that that strategic career search, we also have the ability to have networks with a lot of network with a lot of different employers and corporations that can really um, speed that process up or help them find, um, you know, the a job that they may not have realized that they were uh, is a company they can work for. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times people think, oh, this company sells computers and I don't actually work in computers. I, I do, you know, I maybe work in logistics. And the reality is the, that whole, you know, backside of selling computers is logistics of it and making sure that the stuff gets there in time and um, they have the, everything they need to be able to build the computers. And that, you know, that person may find a, a good fit in that organization. Um, you know, knowing the, the values of the student and helping translate those to values in a future company is really helpful. And I think that's that's really where we try to keep our, our focus on when we support the student. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's great, Jamie. Thank you for sharing that. Talk about like sure. your staff. I mean, how many people are under you and are they uh, hired by the university or employed by the university, I should say, or are they students or is it a great mix of both? Sure. Yeah. Well, we have an assistant director, Taylor, and um, she really supports that career development aspect okay. side for our students. Um, and that's kind of that's what she does primarily. She's also um, um, she's married to a uh, army uh, infantry officer in the reserves. And so she and she has family members that have served in the military. So this is something she's passionate about as well. And um, she does uh, just a fantastic job of, of really creating those connections with employers. And it's really fun when we have a student that may come in and say, hey, I'm thinking of, I would like to work for the FBI. And we're like, well, we don't know anybody that works in the FBI yet, but let's crack into our network. Mm -hmm. And we start looking and finding, you know, Purdue people that might work with the FBI um, and, and start asking some questions. And before you know it, we've got a, you know, someone in human resources or an inside person that worked that is a Purdue grad that might be able to help kind of um, manage that relationship enough to bring that person into the organization. So she does a really good job of that. We also have Teresa and Sarah who um, are our school certifying officials and their, their primary job is that uh, the GI Bill benefits and really making sure those are processed. Um, they are Purdue employees also, but they, um, they maintain compliance both for the Department of Veterans Affairs and um, the VA also outsources some compliance at the state level to the, what's called a state approving agency. So they work very closely with um, both of those organizations to make sure that um, all of our programs are approved properly, all of our catalogs are approved with them so that we can get benefits processed seamlessly, seamlessly 
Um, they make sure they stay up to date in all state and federal legislation so that we're doing everything appropriately. Um, and then they handle um, all in the back end, all the compliance to make sure that, you know, we're, we're within the guidelines of uh, both the state and federal, um, you know, processes that we're supposed to be doing. That I think the, the key, though, is they make sure our students get paid. Um, they make sure that benefits are processed, and they make sure that they provide the access to, um, you know, going to Purdue, which is what opens the door for so many of our students. We, we also have um, about, I would say about right now, about 12 different students that are work studies, and they work at a variety of different um, areas. Uh, some of them help handle the traffic at the front desk and answer the phones, um, you know, handle walk-in traffic and, and some emails as well. And they, um, they're pretty versed on the education benefits, but they're also pretty quick to say, hey, let me go ask someone else this question to see if I can get the right answer. Um, but they, they work really hell with taking a lot of that uh, the pressure of the direct traffic, um, you know, off of the rest of us and, and kind of helping that front line. Then our, our student-led programs, um, our Veteran to Veteran program has two students that are on the work-study program, and they really are the, the, the leaders for it, and they make sure that, you know, we're, we're working with all of our first-year students um, and, and helping answer as many of those questions and provide the resources as we can with them. And then we do have um, occasionally some interns as well. Uh, we have an intern that's actually from Ivy Tech and a human services program, and he's here working on some special projects, and we'll have an intern from uh, Purdue uh, here in the spring as well. So, like I said, about 12 students wow. total, and then um, besides myself, there's three other staff members. That's awesome. That's incredible what you guys are doing up there. In case any of our listeners or prospective students or current students want to learn more about this, where can they find you online? Yeah, uh, www.purdue.edu slash veterans. Okay. And that'll take us to our webpage. And we keep things pretty generic online because the legislation changes frequently and yeah. everybody has a very unique situation <laughs> from either their military or experience as a veteran or family member. Mm -hmm. uh, so we provide, the, we provide some of the general guidelines there, but really um, if they've got direct questions, dog tags at purdue.edu is our um, main inbox cool. for, for work. And then they can call uh, 765-494-7. 7638 I had to remember my our office number um, and then that, that most any you know question can get answered that way as well that's awesome hey Jamie uh, before uh, we move on anything else you want to add that I didn't ask about I can uh, wholeheartedly say this is one of the best jobs on campus um, you know I get to work in the unions for sure which is like you know walking into an old English mansion or an English <laughs> tutor every day to work yeah. um, and then, you know, I get to work with a lot of great students. Uh, our student leaders are really amazing and fun to work with. Uh, they challenge me, and I like to see them succeed, and I like to support them as they, you know, develop as well. And um, just I work with a great team. It's just a very satisfying job. I'm, I'm very fortunate to be doing this, and, yeah. and I thank you for your time today. No problem. Hey, thank you. It sounds uh, like a very rewarding job. And, again, thank you for your service. Let's bring in Morgan, who is one of those students benefiting from uh, the Success Center. Morgan, uh, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time today to talk to me. Morgan, uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Morgan Torres, a student at Purdue. Uh, what year? What's your study? Uh, where are you from? Kind of tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Um, so I'm a senior here at Purdue University. I have a double major of law and society and political science and a minor of French. So you could say I'm pretty busy. Yes. <laughs> um, I, my hometown is Monticello, Indiana. Okay. And, yep, that's about it. That's awesome. And um, 
talk about your uh, service, where you, uh, what branch you were in and when you had served, and then how that brought you to Purdue. Okay. Um, so I am currently enlisted with the Army Reserves. Uh, Jamie earlier had, had uh, spoke about how there's a plethora of students that the office supports. I currently am serving. And so um, I enlisted when I was 17. I was in high school. And the deal with my mother was that I would only do the reserves and therefore the next day apply for Purdue. <laughs> and that's how I got to Purdue. Uh, mama's sure know best, right? Right, right that's right. That's right. Um, talk about uh, what it means to have this uh, the Veteran Success Center available to you. Okay. Um, in, in the first place, I would say that it's complete access to a military computer, which I need and heavily rely upon um, in multiple instances because I am currently enlisted. Therefore, I need access to um, a computer that is has all the government-needed certificates so I can access certain military websites. Um, it is a place where an empty coffee pot is not welcome. Um, I would also say that, you know, it's somewhere I feel comfortable to come and just relax and nap occasionally and just have conversation. And it's, it's somewhere I truly enjoy and somewhere I truly look at as a place of relax, relaxation in a world of, you know, full stress. Yeah. And, and talk about some of those challenges as a reserve as a double major student, talk about some of the challenges uh, of college life and, and, and embracing all of those roles you're playing. Absolutely. I, I would say the first uh, challenge when I got here was, you know, when in the military and when there, everything's provided for you, a timeline, what, what to wear, what food you're going to be eating. Um, there's not much room for, I guess, choice. And so when you get to college, I mean, you get to choose when you wake up, what you eat, <laughs> what you study, what you don't study, and there's just so many options of what you get involved with, what you don't. And so really the first challenge I would say that I faced was, okay, what's going to be what's going to be the standard for me? You know, because the standard wasn't set anymore, therefore I had to set it for myself right. and decided if I was going to reach it or not. So that was definitely like my first um, real challenge. And the second thing I would say is that um, this balance between military life and student life, you know, when am I going to be a soldier and when am I going to be a student, is one that is very difficult to manage. I would say that you need to be, if not always ready, more than ready in one way or the other to, you know, um, do the things that military life requires and then also somehow keep up with your studies. So it it is difficult, but it is manageable and um just lots of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what does it mean to you to have this program and more specifically to have other students around you that are a part of this program, somebody, you know, peer to peer that you can to, to share stories with or just, you know, be able to, to talk to that would understand what you're, you know, going through? Um, it is entirely invaluable, invaluable to me to have people of similar background to have people who understand what I say when I say timeline and, you know, drink some water <laughs> when you have a headache or whatever the case may be, it's entirely invaluable. I, we all have a common core of service. And I think that that is very clear. The moment you step into the office, we're more than happy to um, do our social events gathered around uh, serving others Um I think it's it's a it's a kind of people that I wish there were more of, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. And you mentioned you are a senior, so 
Graduation's yeah. not too far away. Talk about some of your goals or plans post-graduation. Okay. Um, so I will be pursuing law school here very soon. Um, if law school does not work out, I plan to somehow get into the political field with advocating for veteran higher education. That's great. That is great. Morgan, I'm Thank so you. appreciative of your time as well and your service. Anything else as we're wrapping up that you want to add? Nope, I think that's it. Thank uh, you for having me. Well, thank you, Morgan. Jamie, Morgan, thank you so much for uh, joining the podcast today, and especially thank you for your service as well. I uh, can't say how appreciative I am of, of both joining the podcast, but especially for you, you know your willingness to serve our country and fight for us. Also, a shout-out to all the other veterans that are listening today. Thank you for your service as we honor you on Veterans Day and a special shout-out to my mother as well, who served in the Air Force many of years ago. Um, so thank you to all you guys. Again, thank you, uh, Jamie and uh, Morgan, for joining the podcast today. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, keep up the good work and boiler up. All right, boiler up. Right. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter, at Full Steam Pod, and you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.